The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. Wonderful Alliance. From out there and say, we got this email based on our conversation. What a room full of dirtbags. That's you too, Brett. First sign of success, and you ditch all your boys and buddies who had your back and were there for you all along, no matter what. Listen to you guys for a long time, but have always known you can get uppity. What a jellyfish that you just dump your peeps who've been with you. Sad, man. That says a lot about you, and it ain't good. Yep. Well, we never have to deal with this guy again. It's like I said. If you're if they're bringing you down, are they really your friends? Right. right. They might have been there with you the yeah. whole time. It doesn't mean that they can go forward and take your stuff. Well, Parents do I've it all the this time. this far, and I haven't had to do that yet. What? I haven't hit the, you know, I'm not expecting to hit the 450 million or the hundred. No, but you've dumped ditching. people who are a little bit like less than. You've had some frat Out of buddies. town helps. Frat Moving. buddies have, uh, aren't allowed yeah, in anymore. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been stung by a fraternity brother. Yeah, there's a few that you go, I've got to cut him off. Parents do it constantly. They try to teach you which friends are the ones that are going to drag you down and which ones are. They teach you to judge early. I'm not saying you abandon everybody just because, but you get rid of the dead weight. You don't go back home just to be with them. I got an email from a guy who said, I left Oregon because the people I was hanging out with were losers. I had to get out of there. And every time I look them up or go back, they're all this, everybody's doing the same thing. Had I stayed, I'd have been trapped in it. <laughs> Evolution of you. It's an important thing. It's a good thing. And yes, you should start looking around when you start getting into a different area, like which of your friends are your real friends and which aren't. And you cast away the ones that aren't. Because you'll get an email from one of them going, you know what? You've changed, bro. You ditched. I was there for you the entire time. Doing what? Just standing next to me while I succeeded? I guess that's. So now you're not going to let me in your life? I'm like, uh, earn it. You're, You're screaming at me that you're not getting any of my stuff. That's. That's dismissing me from your life. Yeah. That's the dismissal dismissal part of it is this guy saying, you know, I can't believe you're you're jellyfishing on this and leaving. Yeah. It's the ones that the friends, you find out what kind of friends they are. Right. Oh, if you make it, then um, we all my, make it. where's yeah, my exactly. handout? Yeah, you dump those people immediately. Are you that guy? Yeah. No. I'm saying I wouldn't I don't expect that out of friends. Yeah. Uh, you don't want your friends coming to you going, hey, you owe me for being there for you. And now you've made it and I haven't, so I better st- I better get a piece of this. Like, wait a second. You go make it now. If I can do it, you can do it. If anything, I just proved it can be done. Uh, another thing that was funny this weekend, I, I got an email from somebody that said, uh, it sent me just a picture. Um, the Core Institute 
ask me to do stuff sometimes that like, hey, anytime you're doing something that you couldn't do before the surgeries with ease, do it. So Amy's like, man, you're moving up and down these stairs pretty good the other day in the hallway. And I'm like, there's no, no problem for me now that I'm a rebuilt man. So she's like, let me tape you doing that and we'll give it to the guys at the core Institute. I'm like, okay. So I'm running up and down the stairs, backwards, forwards, Fred Astaire on my way down, jumping, bouncing around, going, look at this, twisting my hips. And some lady goes, he never had hip surgery. Only people I know that has hip surgery are in their 70s. Because we posted the video. And she said, uh, he's only taking money from the core Institute and lying to all of us. What an elaborate scam <laughs> I've pulled here with the scars and the... Uh, the wand they wave over me. Those fake trick scars photography. are <laughs> Struggling to get through really, really powerful uh, metal detectors that I have to stop and get searched for. Man, it is just all a big ruse that I tried yeah. to... I never, I never got my hips replaced. I agreed to pretend I did so I could fool you guys into doing it. <laughs> and your new walk after, you oh. know, supposedly happened. How many years did I... that in, uh, I don't amazing. know how you pull it off. It's, well, because for years I thought, this scam needs... I'm not with the Core Institute yet, but maybe for four or five years, I'll just be really injured and dinged up. Then I'll sign on with a, an elaborate medical group, pretend to have surgeries, and collect some cash. Yes! Yes, it's foolproof! What am I, plankton? Carrying my computer wife, I pulled off the ultimate scam! <laughs> Pretending to have surgeries will get me money and fool others into doing the same. How stupid is that lady? And the guy underneath, just post underneath, dude talks about like a disorder with his bones all the time. I'm pretty sure he's got something. Right. Sure he does. Like how skeptical of everything are you? I understand cynicism, but man. Remember uh, those posts I had on my... 45 staples driven down the side of my leg, Brady, because of the hole they cut in me. <laughs> it wasn't real. That's just CGI. It's all a rule. And the toughest thing for you is hearing those words that, aren't you young to be having yeah. hipsters? Yep. Yep, I am. Sure am. Best thing I ever did, too. I just said, I didn't, the guy emailed back. I didn't say buddies can't be a-holes, but that's why you throw them in line and help them try to be better. You're saying no one gets a chance to be better. Just dump them. Cut them out. Nah, man, that's cold. Like I'm saying, hey, you know what the first thing at the NFL Rookie Symposium is? Get rid of your friends immediately. They're not your friends. The good ones will rise up. Everybody deserves a chance. But you get rid of them first and see which ones show their true colors. Because they will. And I think that, yeah, they're basically saying, be careful. They're basically You'll find out what fr- your friends are. basically saying, cast the net out there and say, uh, you're all out. I, I can't come back. I'm not coming back home again. Other than to move my mom out of this dump, I'm not doing it. And you'll see which friends are the real ones and which ones are screaming at you that you've changed. You know, They'll reveal themselves. First thing in the rookie symposium, they tell you, get rid of your friends. Get rid of your, your – you're going to have new friends coming out of nowhere. Know who your real friends are and find out. And they'll, they'll reveal themselves, like me and this lady. So, um, yeah, also didn't actually have eye surgery. <laughs> I just wore that patch over my eye for a month. as another elaborate ruse. <laughs> that lady's got to sit at home like she saw that video and went, he never actually. I'm going to blow the lid off of this. He didn't have surgery on those hips. Look at him working those stairs. Hmm. I'm posting something about it.
I'm proud to say that I might have the most intrusive and somewhat miserable endorsement package in the world as far as it comes to the uh, Core Institute. They're amazing people. But if I was doing this just for the money, I am a loser. I am a dead broke loser. Like, all right, you want to cut me open and take some more bones out? Yeah, let's do that. I got another one. By the way, I have another fake surgery coming up June 2nd to keep this thing alive. So I might as well just keep pretending to have joint replacement surgery. You know what's amazing, too, is this whole video she's watching you. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't see the gun in your hand. (laughs) Exactly. I was waving that around because I was keeping it real. I was keeping it real, Brady. That's what I do. I let people know I'm still from the, you know, I may have done okay, but I'm still deep down. I'm still just Jenny from the block. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's accusing me of faking three, now almost four surgeries just to get money from the core institute, which is not true at all. It's the worst. In fact, the first surgery I had, at the core institute i didn't even think that they advertised and one of our sales ladies saw my my fake now it's fake that you know my fake uh, uh arm uh holster whatever that thing's called the sling yeah that giant sling that has this big cushion on it because my arm it was pretty elaborate was huge and it says core institute and heather goes that's my client I'm like well they've got hold of my left arm you know and uh they took some bones with them oh my god why didn't you tell me? I'm like, well, I didn't even think that this was a thing. Thanks for listening. I met with them. We all talked. It was great. And they're like, you know, you could do a lot of good for a lot We'd of We'd like you. to cut on you some more. We'd like to chop you open several times. I'm like, I would like that for money. <laughs> I would like that. If you guys will pay me to endorse your product, have at me. I, I'm basically that little fat man on the, on the operation table in the game. Just don't hit the edges. Yeah, I, it was the stupidest thing I've ever read, and I just started laughing. I'm like, wow, that lady had time to sit back and worry that she's going to warn the others. That was my first. i got to warn the others. i got to warn all the other listeners that not to have surgeries. Like, but that's the Core Institute's whole thing for me was like, look, you're young. You've got this weird bone disorder. And like I always tell the ladies, the bones that I put in the holes are all too big, so they wear out the edges faster. <laughs> that's been my problem. But, you know, it started when I was a teenager, and then I beat the tar out of myself. So uh, it was inevitable. And they're like, there's a lot of young people with this that just won't admit it. And they walk around in chronic pain. Or don't know it. Well, they know they're hurting. They just won't go to be like, eh, this is just part of it. It'll go away. Because when you're younger, that's everything goes away. And you get into your 40s, it doesn't go away anymore. It stays. And you're like, this arm thing's been like a year now. And you keep waiting to walk it off, and it just doesn't stop. It keeps getting worse. So, like, you'll be good You'll be good for the people. You don't have to live like that. You can do like me. You pretend to have surgery so other people do it. Because you're the weirdest person in the world. <laughs> I sat in bed that I remember just turning to Megan going, you know what I'm going to do? She's like, what? Fake a bunch of surgeries and get some medical center on board. That'll do it. That should bring me a healthy, healthy bank account, I think. Maybe you should actually go through with the surgeries. Oh, that's brilliant. That's genius. Unnecessary surgeries. Just to show these people that I'm doing it. It's raining, by the way. So, doctor, all you have to do, all I have to do is you just give me some scars, and that's it. It looks like they're surgery. Carve me up like it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) But don't take any bones. I'll just lie about that. And then we'll take pictures of the scarring, which was horrible. 
and that I live with every day. And they're not even cool like I've been stabbed or in a fight scars. They're big, weird, clearly hip replacement surgery scars. <laughs> My shoulder scar looks great. Paid. You can't even see that one very good. Paid by Stitch. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's another staple. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Every staple's another buck in my pocket. So glad I did this. The recovery will only be a year. It's so worth it. Denver's Morning Sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. So to that lady, I give a high, hearty laurel and a big fat you. It hurt, lady. I think I'm faking surgeries just to get paid, you jackass. And this next one is one you've been not oh, looking forward to no. after having the f- first it's, one done. Shoulder surgery is brutally difficult. How would you know? You didn't have it Well, I've no. been told by the people I hung around with while they were scarring me at the Core Institute. <laughs> we just got to scar this guy. You're getting the real shebang. But I'm doing it because he said to. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, just so I get paid. Four surgeries. What a genius I would be. I just, I, yeah, I just uh, shortened my entire comfort zone when I'm, you know, 20 years from now. But for the next 20 years, I'm going to feel great. Whether or not that's... I, I got to figure in the next few years, technology is going to just be amazing as far as it comes to that. You know, I'm going to be the last of the, the uh, generations that got all carved up. Whether you know. it's a stem cell... Breakthrough. Whatever. Yeah. Don't know. Something huge is coming our way as far as, like, figuring out how to not just... I mean, it's... You ever watch a shoulder surgery on YouTube? I Dude, just it is, pull out the uh, hip it, one time, and that's just... It's like gutting a oh. deer in the field. It is like they just... The shoulder is... This, Yanking. It's the seven-inch cut along your arm in the front, and they detach your bicep tendon... Your uh, supraspinatus, all this stuff, and all your muscles get just taken apart. And they fold you open, and then they push your bone out of the socket, like, and then <laughs> just cap it, <laughs> like with a sawzall. Put a thing on top, put some plastic in there, and then they got to measure it. So they dislocate your arm like 20 times until they get it right. You feel all of that when you wake up, by the way. Actually, the next day, because prior to that, they shove a three pronged needle so deep into your neck. To do a full body numbing thing that lasts 24 hours. I woke up from the surgery. I'm like, this is nothing. I'll be back at this the next day. I, I haven't cried harder as a man. <laughs> it all hurts. There wasn't enough pain pills. Those are knocking me out. I'm drooling all over myself. And I did it all just for a couple bucks. You're not selling me on this. Yeah, you think I still <laughs> fake it. Want to see my hip scars? <laughs> They're all fake. I, I have to put fake them. News. I have to put makeup on them every morning. Oh, geez, I forgot my hip scar. I gotta go put those back on. Look at the advancement in that. With hip surgery, yeah, it's incredible. This dude said you posted a video of your balls on the internet, man. That's about as real as it can get for an endorsement. That wasn't an endorsement. I didn't get paid for that. I was just showing you guys if I can put my balls on the line, you should do it too. 40,000 views in but eight minutes of my balls getting carved up before... Laid across a six-foot table. Probably... There, there was a lot of ball skin. <laughs> probably that same lady that thinks I faked the surgery was the one that went on and said, This is disgusting. No one should see your sex organs. Like, lady, if you thought of sex when you saw my balls getting smoked by that incinerator thing or whatever that... He was, it was like, a, you know, those old wood carving... 
And you write your name and address into a block of wood with that. That's what it looks like. It was horrible. It looked like truck nuts on a like table. A soldering iron. And it had a little green, like, uh, napkin that my balls came out of the middle of. You didn't see PP. I wouldn't have done the video if you saw my PP. Too embarrassing. Yeah, they solder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he threw his mask down like it was flash dance and just started digging in. <laughs> Sparks flying. Oh, it was horrifying. But I put it up there and I'm like, look, here's what you. No guy knew what it looked like until right now. And some lady thought it was too sexy. Because she was raised to believe that if you see balls, you have to moisten and prepare. <laughs> but I faked that one too. <laughs> it's all fake. So I'll just do a ruse. Uh, well, you're on to me, John. This email starts. That bitch figured me out, too. Anyway, warmest regards, Caleb from Shriners. Yeah, he's been fleecing you for a long time, too, lady. That, that little prick in his 200 surgeries. Bullshit, Caleb. Nobody buys your garbage. In one of the videos, you crossed your legs. If your bones break when the wind blows, you can't cross your legs. Liar, Caleb from Shriners. I mean, I've been questioning Alec. because he's Yeah, he got a little bit better. But how much is Caleb getting paid? That's what I want to know. He's moving a lot of blankets. Oh, he's, he's spinning some adorable yeah. blankets. I've had over 400 surgeries. And it, well, I have to come clean, everybody. I'm completely fine. He gets up and starts it. dancing like first. Yeah. Ah, look at me. I'm Caleb the dancer now. You were all fooled by it. Yep, that lady was duped. Climbing stairs was too much for her to see. Like, that guy's faking. Okay, well, in June... I'm going to miss a few days at work. I'm getting my another new shoulder put. I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, this one says, uh, about your discussion about dismissing loved ones, I would never dismiss a loved one for success, but I would trade one in for a carburetor for my Camaro, signed Toledo's dad. Yeah, there are some <laughs> people who, who got rid of their friends a little early. It was a little judgy. <laughs> it's strange. Did you see the uh, the wine that has to change its name because of racism? I love these stories. We're getting so out. Oh, it's a brewery. It's actually a... A, a beer. A, a beer. So a beer come out with a, a name, and they're like, we can't do it. Now, you'd think that it would be something horrible. When I saw the name of the beer, I'm like, We're ch- this is a thing? It's called White Face Ale. Was it one of the top-ranking beers? I don't think just, so. Okay. No. I was, was going to start laughing. Yeah, there's white, nothing yeah, funny, was, nothing was, funny yeah. about white face. I walk around with white face every day. It's, uh, I mean, sort of funny, I suppose. To some people, they look at my yes. face. But, yeah, it has to change its name because award. it did win awards, I guess. A customer says it was a bit racist. Uh, it was white face golden IPA. It's now known as Cheeky Jack. And they can't do it. Uh, it's Cheeky because... Jack? No, no, Cheeky Brady. Oh. No, God, no. They didn't. That would have been a terrible error in judgment. Now, that's fun. <laughs> See? Now look what you've done to Brett. <laughs> Cheeky Jack, please, for God's sake, say it right. Also, Moon Cricket Ale is off the shelves as well. I can't have that anymore. I can't believe they did that. No, uh, that's a 40. <laughs> uh, it says a complete misunderstanding. Uh, but the fact it created the impression... Was a genuine concern to us. Uh, the the people who call they call themselves the Moon Gazers. Mrs. Moon Gazer and I were recently sitting in a pub beer garden and overheard a man showing his pint to us, saying, "Now this is lush," uh, and then laughing. The name's racist, though he said right after. So we thought, "How is whiteface racist? When has that ever been a thing? No one, nobody it's the has first I'm hearing of it. ever dressed in whiteface 
and then like tried to disparage all whites. The whole point of blackface was it was making fun of blacks. That's why it's racist. It's not just the makeup that's racist. It's not just doing it that's racist. It's the act of being racist while in blackface makeup, which was the intent of blackface minstrel shows and performances and things like that. Maybe Eddie Murphy when he did that Saturday Night Live. Yes. That's about it. That's as white Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, white chicks, I suppose. Yeah. But it was never from a time when people would get in whiteface to destroy entire groups of people. Like, you know, that was blackface was to make all blacks look stupid and terrible, and it was designed to be detrimental to an entire group of people. It was very degrading. So are mimes racist now? Yeah, I guess that's a racist thing. Because well, Are they in whiteface? cancel that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> if right. that's whiteface, it's racist. I'm Look, if you're going to throw mimes into the whiteface category, color me racially uh, oppressed. But whiteface isn't a thing. It was never used. I mean, we're getting so out of control with, like, any color being mentioned is bad. Whiteface has never been a historical problem. You don't go back in time and go, and that was back in the horrible times of whiteface performances. No. It's never been a thing. So whiteface beer is just a thing. And some of us have white faces. You know? How dare you? I know. And had it not been for the terrible performances, blackface wouldn't wouldn't be considered anything either. It was just the way it was used. And but now you can't you can't have yellow face or red face or anything. Like, well, is red face bad? Like because that's that's embarrassment. As far as I always knew, oh, I'm all red faced. I'm flush. Uh, like, like red face was always a a thing that says, oh, look at them red faced. They're embarrassed. And now it's now you can't have red face beer. And, and then even on the bottom, it says the beer that will make you blush. Nope. It's uh, offensive to our words. Not those, the other ones. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, you can't drink whiteface anymore. If you're drinking whiteface, it's racist. Same brewery does have another um, IPA called Moon Gazer. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Yeah. I thought you said. No, the people, the Moon Gazer people. Cheeky Jack is what it's called now. Cheeky. Cheeky Jack. Not what Brady said. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. We just need, and it comes from a poem from the know. medieval times. Whiteface. Yeah, I guess it's called the uh, names of the hair. Is where they came up with some of the names for the. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's just simply not a thing. You can look deep in, into however it it was never a thing. Whiteface offends absolutely no one. It's just a color, and the word face no longer allowed. In our incredibly uptight, puritanical, stupid society. Did you say a color and then the word face? Yeah. Oh, you pissed off everybody. What? Blue face? Oh, how dare you? Who's that? Smurfs? Who's mad? A lot of people who have low iron and, you know, struggle to breathe. They get blue faced. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm sorry. Next thing you know, you're losing your job and you're apologizing because you said blue face. <laughs> Somebody said, well, they should just change it to honky pale ale. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> there needs to be a beer called honky ale and N-word delight. <laughs> and just get it out there and have somebody just go, <gasps> and then realize that it's up to us to react rather than anything else. There's some names coming through I can't oh, say. Oh, I'm but, positive yeah. we're hearing it. Oh, yeah. I am positive. It doesn't make any sense. 
This is funny. A guy says, as a kid, my next Mexican neighbor came over on Halloween in a clear uh, trash bag full of crumpled papers and foam cups and a pasty white face on. And he goes, uh, I'm you for Halloween. I'm white trash. (laughs) That's hilarious. Good one. So white face as a racist thing can happen. But he was, see, the reason this guy's emailing is like, you think it's racist. He's mad. He's doing it to you. Like, you got mad because he pointed at you and said, I'm you. You're individually white trash to me. Now, that's just me. This guy writes it. I don't know, John. Michael Jackson put on white face and ripped kids, so. <laughs> well, what are we mad about there? <laughs> what, where, where, where do we stand on that? Because you can be in white face and be like, geez, that's probably a thing you shouldn't do. And then rape kids, and I've totally forgotten about the white face part. It's the kid raping that I'm upset about. I wonder in this society if someone in blackface raped someone if we'd be madder about the blackface than the actual act unfortunately probably running around be on the same level blackface doing those horrible things yeah yeah you can be you know uh yesterday megan was at a thing and some lady across from her at this uh mother's day thing said i like living in the ghetto because there's no white people and everybody just kind of clammed up a little bit, like, oh, this is getting weird fast. Where were you? <laughs> in a painting party. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough story. Was she looking at you when she I was there? It? I didn't oh. go. I'm not going to a painting party. Well, Love Gina, made. but I ain't going to that. Yeah. It's, it's told uh, white people, just don't like you because you're white. That's it. I'm like, okay, and we're going to paint some flowers in the same room. We're all getting the hell out of here. Weird. Morning sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. But whiteface isn't a thing. Yeah, I would like that. I'd love honky. I'd drink the hell out of some honky ale. <laughs> crack ass cracker the beer. Bland and boring like your white ass European bitch. Mmm. You can barely taste the beer. It's mostly can. We have our own nightclubs, honky tonks. Yep, honky tonks are for <laughs> sure. That's more of a warning to anybody else about what's inside. Of it. Here's what you're looking at. You want to go to the honky tonk, man? I'm gonna skip that honky tonk. I know what's inside there. This guy wants to know if Toledo's uh, offended because they have arrogant bastard pa- uh, <laughs> ale out there. <laughs> yeah, the word bastard on an yeah. How is that not offensive to all the Toledos out there? His dad sped away in their Transams at birth. We can't have the word bastard. If you can't have whiteface bastards out. I was at dinner the other night, and a uh, waitress comes over and drops two Bud Lights at the table. This is this is from two girls over there. And I'm like, all right, let me go see what this is about. So I wandered over, and I'm like, hi. So I understand you just bought me Bud Light, and she was blast. Yeah, yeah. So I walk in and get a Bud Light. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's making noises like she's in that pre-puke mode. And she goes, you make something out of that. You make, you'll make something out of that. You'll do something with that. I'm like, okay, well, thank you for the beers. And their friend goes, are you the guy on the radio? And I looked at her and like half of me was like, no, tell her no. Just let these two stew in that. I'm like, yeah, why? She goes, oh, we were worried it was the, we just sent it over to the, like you weren't, you weren't the guy she thought you were. She goes, I'm from Kentucky. I don't know who you are. She said she knew you and she, she's not sure. Like, now nah, we're good. We're good. Because, yeah, you'll make something of that. I saw you coming in. I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do with that? You know, 
Make something. Some trans <laughs> Okay, you got it. <laughs> He's going to make trans jokes about the beer I sent over. Yep, good one. I got two free beers out of it. Guzzled them down, too. Uh, typical, Delicious. Typical yep. twang. Went home and took a butter knife to my dick. I tried to get it off. It was amazing how that stuff works. It's quick. You did something two with it. Bud Lights, and I'm like, I'm cutting this off. It's true. Yeah, yeah, bastard. You can't have bastard written on there. Red dog. Uh, that's what, what if you're an ugly Indian? You can't have red dog running around out there. Red stripe. Red wolf, too. Red wolf. Where's the natives? You know what? They're cool. They don't get mad at everything. White face. Yeah, you're right. It's about mimes. I've never known anything white face to be offensive. That is one thing I got to tell you, other races. You've never come up with a good one for us. And nothing offends me. No, not one racial slur towards white people offends me. The only funny one I ever heard was when a black guy screamed at another person, job having job haver. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I've never been offended by never cracker. Offended by cracker? Have you? No. White face doesn't bother me. Uh, white trash doesn't bother honky. me. Honky. Honky's hilarious. I love honky. And mainly because I loved when George Jefferson oh, called people best, honky. Yeah. Fred Sanford, George Jefferson, they taught me how funny honky could be. But yeah. Buddy said, oh, you, you know, it was a term of endearment. They, my nilla, that's what they called me. You, because you're vanilla. You're my... Yeah, you're vanilla. a vanilla fella. <laughs> Careful. You're vanilla. Yeah, you don't dance. You dance around. That. You're allowed one of those before your tongue starts tying itself in knots. Never. Yep. Go to the tape. <laughs> On a tentacality, we have to fire Brady because he said something other than vanilla. Yeah, I don't understand. So I've never been offended by that. So white face beer now being cheeky Jack. Yeah, everything's offensive. Now. I don't know how white face is offensive, but evidently. Oh, what? Uh oh. What? Uh-oh. There's another beer up on this. This is a real beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spook Hill Pale Ale. Yeah. That's that TikTok on that one. Is that from here? I believe so. From Mesa? Well, let's see where Red Cypress Brewery is. Red Cypress? Now, that's, that's offensive, Florida. too. Exactly. They're, well, they're just knocking it out with everybody. Yeah. Uh, we've now got, Florida, yeah. Yeah, Spook Hill and uh, Mesa. And now Spook Hill Pale Ale. Or... Is that oh, a it's no longer being produced. Yeah, well, you know why. Yeah. Can't be saying that and enjoying yourself. I was going to go for a nice Spook Hill Pale Ale today <laughs> after the show. Good. but you know, yeah. I would like to, I would like to watch Fred order that oh. and then giggle for 12 minutes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just don't get it. Whiteface is offensive now, so there you go. You're not allowed to have that. Even though if you even saw so you were at Target and some guy came in in whiteface. You wouldn't be bothered. Dude comes in in blackface. Uh-oh. But a guy comes in in whiteface. You just assume he's been through something. Like, maybe he's powder. He can't be around electronics. Like, you'd think it's medicine. Goth. <laughs> yeah, or he's just, yeah, there's just something not right. Just enjoys donuts. I, I, there wouldn't be a... The, the last thing in my brain was like, ooh, racism. I don't see it. Whiteface isn't a Go to thing. an ICP concert. <laughs> right, yeah. They're covered in whiteface. That lends... It's, but it's racist against whites. But they're white guys anyway. 
Yeah, but they have to. I love it. ICP. The best thing about ICP is they plan their Phoenix shows in August and watch those drooling weirdos stand out in that line. Their front faces of the melting. Just like milk. Like of the Lost yeah, Ark. milk <laughs> on the sidewalk. Oh, it's just awesome to see those overweight ICP fans in line. Oh, it's 112 outside. It's so much makeup on. I wonder if they sit in their tour bus just laughing. Oh, dying yeah. the whole time. In their air-conditioned tour bus, putting on their light makeup. Meanwhile, you've caked on that gloppy cream cheese white. The oh. juggalos. Just coating your face and future. I'm blending this with ranch. <laughs> white face. Okay. Take that, cracker. And cracker's not even something people beat. No. It's just not, it's not like, it's not on TV where anybody goes, <gasps> Like, you could make a joke about it. It's not offensive. Like, they need to come up with a better slur for us. Settle down, mayonnaise. Yeah. Now that's... Mayonnaise doesn't hurt. They got a point. A lot of white people like mayonnaise too much. That's evident. Yeah, I'm not offended by any of it. I don't know. I understand if I was black, there'd be about 20 words I'd be like, nope, not having it. And blackface is right out just because of what it came from. Its origins are bad. Whiteface, it's mimes. You're right. Mimes and Powder, which is just a bad movie. If anything, you should be offended that somebody's reenacting powder in front of you. I have no idea. But White Trash is a good uh, Halloween thing. So what about Pale Ale? Isn't that the whole point? Pale? Yeah. Yeah. Pasty White Bitch Beer. How about that? That's something. And then just have a dog on there. A little white dog. Dark Stout. Well, that's beer. I don't know. <laughs> the word dark. We have to change it. We can't make dark bad. But dark has no origin of evil, right? Like no, nobody, nobody just, uses it's just evil. Dark. Add a Y to it. Side. Suddenly you're starting to do things. But yeah. It can't be racist. Anyway, what are you going to do? What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. I actually got back out on the trail this weekend, jumped on the pivot, and uh, did a few laps. But. Uh, Weather was nice, but you got... What was that? Is that a gunshot? It sounded like it, but it sounded like it was from downstairs. Hold on. Boy, that sounded like a gunshot. In sure did. That made and my feet echoed. rattle. Yeesh. Lane? <laughs> Maybe it's Whitey. And he's oh, mad at us. Yeah. I'm going to run. I, I, I hope you guys don't mind that. My new hips, I'm going to show you that that surgery yeah. is very real. Wow. I'm shutting the door. That was a real gun. Like, not a yeah. backfire. That was a no. good one. Oof. Uh, PT didn't just end themselves, did they? <laughs> as soon as they went on the air. Wow. Okay. We're in a world. Pick a song. Hurry up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about Funeral Bell What's from it, BLS? McCoy? Hey, f*** you. Oh, no. Al McCoy's back. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, hurry up, Brett. Uh, how about Funeral Bell from BLS? That yeah, sounds, sounds appropriate. Great, but just in case it's for us. Wow. That was odd. Funeral Bell it is. Holy crap. Well, we're going to do some investigating. Boy, was that loud. I don't think we have light bulbs that could pop. Not like that. No, that, made my, that, that was jarred solid. my feet on the yeah. floor. Ooh. I wonder if it, I don't know if it came across over the air, but that was a loud. Okay. Well, great. Wintermeyer's at it. Evidently, we have a not so active shooter. He's one at a time in it. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody start getting in corners. Hide. We'll run fight later. 
Uh, let's do funeral bell and get the get moving around here. Yeah, Actually, my I'm buddy Winston said Whitey got banned. Yt, because he always says that on his text. Oh yeah, I think Whitey did this. Yt got banned from Facebook. It's reportable now. But what kind of dick is reporting Yt? That's funny. Now, if you write I hate Yt, that has nothing to do with the Whitey part. It's the hate. It's just you being a jerk. But if you say, my friend's in uh, Whitey, and he said, blah, 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 it wouldn't bother me. And clearly Winston knows that because he fires Whitey at me every once in a while. It's hilarious. I ain't no problem with that. Anyway, uh, it's Funeral Bell. It's Black Label Society. Yikes. Uh, yeah, let's Hopefully go. this doesn't hold through. <laughs> yeah, let's, if we don't come back, it's been nice knowing you. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. Arizona's most powerful. Rock Radio Station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.